Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? <laughs> You're listening to Is, Is it for real? real? Now with real gong sounds. I know. <laughs> we have to say who we are. Oh yeah, this is Philip <laughs> and Katie and Bridget. Is that what that was? Um, yeah, I was starting was the timer. Gong sound. And so oh, that was the gong. oh, I thought it was your ukulele. I thought it was like wedding bells. Oh. That's so funny. I was like, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I did it on purpose. I did it. Yeah, on exactly. Purpose. I was like, I wish I would have known you're gonna do that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, well, yes, uh, this is. Is it for real? And this week uh, we are reviewing, it was my pick technically, we are reviewing Father of the Bride. Yes. Um, timely in that, correct me if I'm wrong, it is going to be our last podcast uh, before our own <laughs> podcast, Bride-to-be is wed, correct? Aww. Wait, isn't our art director getting married as well? Oh my God, you're right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Watch that the chances. Is, what a crazy coincidence. Oh, I yeah. know. We're both getting married to each other. I know. Oh, that know. clears a lot. Yeah. Which okay. is very yeah. exciting. Yeah. They Attracts. did submit all of that to HR and it cleared and it's yeah. fine. Yep. Well, we came into all the pod board. in a relationship. That's true. I guess true. fair. So that's a good point. But you still filled out all the paperwork. So yeah. we did. Yeah. And it was submitted. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was English We're and Spanish. Pod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was more paperwork than to get my marriage license. Right. In the state of California. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, uh, so uh, to introduce uh, the pod um, is a pal who um, I, I don't know super well, but she had a really fun connection. Um, to the movie. Uh, So take it away. The Father of the Bride is a timely movie for a mother and father of a bride about two weeks away from her wedding. I'm Maureen Caviola, the mom, and Bridget Caviola is the bride whose wedding to Jeff is imminent. There were some fun things about the movie that I found that I liked personally. Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, and Martin Short are three of my favorite actors generationally and artistically. It's a comedy. Always good to laugh through the exploration of family relationships and and their dysfunction. It takes place in San Marino. I just recently went there for the first time with my son for a beautiful day at the Huntington Gardens. So a treat to see it on the screen too. It has a happy ending where love perseveres with all the downers in the world today. I'll take that. This movie was made historically about halfway between Bridget's parents' wedding and Bridget's upcoming nuptials. Regarding that space of time and possible change in mores in weddings, I will answer that with a proverb. The more things change, the more they remain the same. In other words, the theme in the movie seemed familiar, similar, and familial to me. Love and marriage brings not only a couple together, but also their extended families, and that combination I will say coyly are diverse and full of all sorts of potential complexities. I'd like to end my comments with a quote from Annie's mother in the movie. She's describing Annie to Maddie and says, she, Annie, comes from a long line of passionate people, high in spirit and individuality. I will also add with a smile towards my daughter, high in drama. And these traits do not dilute through the generations. So Jeff, if you're listening, take heed. 
as Maddie did. Embrace the power of those feminine generations and enjoy the journey. As much as the father of the bride has, the outcome is love and joy and happy endings. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. What a lovely intro. (laughs) I cannot, that is a surprise to me. I did not know that was happening. And, and as my mother started to speak, I thought, who is that person's voice? (laughs) (laughs) I have known it so well since the womb. And there it was. That's so wild. I have so many questions. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a lovely intro. And I believe she, in between the time of um, offering and requesting an intro, if she was up for it, uh, she watched the movie. (laughs) I was actually wondering if my parents had ever seen that movie. Recently. (laughs) I wonder if my father watched it. I don't know. Possibly. Because I, so. I was curious about that. And I, I also am curious if my father was asked to do the intro and declined. No, no, no. Your father. So um, uh, your uh, uh, several times over introer Sarah B was requested, was requested your parents' contact information. And I was given your mother's email and text. So I texted oh asking- gosh her if um her and your father would um you know might be interested that uh, is so, so yeah and she listened cute. to uh michael c's uh intro as a um as a sample and sarah v's as well oh my um, gosh so yes yeah <laughs> Uh, I love that our art director came by. He said he didn't know that was happening. Oh, good. He didn't. I know. Well, Surprise. That is so adorable. Oh my gosh. I am verklempt. <laughs> yeah. I need to have like one Thank little you surprise for doing that. For your I know. Wedding podcast. Well, and so everybody knows by f- my mother and my father will both be walking me down the aisle. So, oh, that's awesome. Well, I was thinking like, um, it is a fun twist that your mother, the mother of the bride yeah. introduced father of the bride. Which well, is it, fun. that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. in my family. Yeah. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. it was very kind of her to do. Cause I, I know that you guys are um, all so busy right now, but she took the time to not only do the intro, but to watch the movie. So it's <laughs> thank goodness awesome. for our wedding coordinator. <laughs> which we don't. Have. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have no Frank in our life. No Frank. But no we'll honk. get to him. Uh, I, should we do our levels? Let's do it. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man. Okay. I guess I'll go first. I didn't think about this beforehand, but um, I think, I guess my level is just going to be wedding, maybe backyard wedding. Cause this movie what came out in, is it 1991, 1992, 1991, say 1991. I think this might've been the first time it, that I had been exposed to like what a wedding like this would be. So it just has forever colored for me, like this ideal wedding, this ideal, like the engagement, the wedding, the, all of the different roles. Um, and, um, I will say that Annie ICU's sister got married in this exact same fashion, um, in their house. They did a lot of repairs to their house for it. With swans. I don't know if it was in, in California, but I don't know about swans. I'll have to ask, but, um, but anyway, I was thinking about that the whole time too. Um, and, and when Annie described to me her sister's wedding, I was like, that's the dream. That's father of the bride. So. I'll just say wedding. (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll just uh, coattail on that. I don't know. Piggyback, Mm -hmm. which is that um, my level will be 
the house because I have actually, I don't think I've seen this movie all the way through, Oh wow! but I I have images of that house and Steve Martin. And I think like, you know, when this movie became like repopular, perhaps Mm -hmm. when we were like in our twenties or something, like I was feeling single and like not interested in watching it. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I was like not into it. And I am so glad we watched it. And I'll get into that, but, um, that house, which I still can't believe that like they, they pass them off as like the poorer, oh. the poor family in <laughs> like, LA, like that, ha- like, oh. I don't even know where that is in LA. Like that. I know there's it's, like a million bedrooms and oh it's, it's two locations. The, the outdoor shots are a different house. And then the interior is somewhere, but they're yeah. interesting. Like yes. one is closer to LA. I, okay. I can, I'll look it up, but it's um, wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my level would just be the ripped tuxedo. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, I distinctly remember. Yeah. I think I, my brain even added some things. I thought like a button shut out and oh, broke yeah. the mirror, but yeah. that didn't happen. Correct. No, but I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it must I be some other movie. That. It's just, I think yeah. So. Um, yeah. And, and so I remember him like trying to fit in that. And I also, I ha- still have my tuxedo from college, oh, which, nice. um, <laughs> I'm going to my like 20 year reunion. Um, in a, in a Are you wear so. it? I'll wear it. No, oh, yeah. I'm not going to. Um, apparently, uh, legs were a lot, pants were a lot baggier. Oh, <laughs> in, interesting. In, like, what are you going to say about legs? Legs, legs were, were a lot skinnier. Well, I guess legs were a lot legs. bigger too to, to have oh, to fit yeah, into those. So. Oh, my God. That's funny. Those pants. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, it's, I, I use that for, sort of costuming really yeah um, i dressed up as sense. abe lincoln i remember uh, someone that might have been a- mary lincoln mary yeah. todd lincoln yeah. i know I, I think i still have the shirt of yours that has blood on the collar <laughs> anyway oh, it's not real blood <laughs> it's not real okay. blood okay. don't worry um, it's not a real assassination <laughs> yeah it was yeah, exactly oh god um i I, I want to say too, I guess I said my like level, like the title of it, but I should say that like, I think we owned this movie. Like I've seen it a lot. Uh, oh, okay. and I, we maybe saw it in theaters, but it was a real family favorite. So it was yeah. fun. And I watched it with, um, my sister and brother-in-law, which was fun to rewatch it. Oh, yeah. I love when you guys have family movie night. And I will say that we, what my sister got married, I guess, um, four years ago. Uh, I should know that there seems like, like yesterday. I know. Yeah. Um, but it's either their third or fourth anniversary, but, um, uh, we desperately tried to rent it that night and, uh, it was so hard to find. I feel like they knew at the, like, it was like, they knew we wanted to pep ourselves up for the wedding, but anyway, so Aww. I had, yeah, I hadn't seen it in a little while. I want to, before we get into it, I just want to say, and I'm sure you guys have this on your radar too, but that this is like a lot of smoking jackets coming out. Oh yeah. But also I want to give some smoking jackets to just some things. <laughs> Sure. Like weddings in general, we've yeah. seen, we've seen a lot and like addicts are now, I think getting a lot of smoking jackets. Um, but I have Kieran Culkin getting a smoking jacket. Ooh, remind he, me at home and home alone, home too. alone too. And he was just in, she's all that. Oh, right. True. Yeah. So oh, this, I forgot about she's all first, that. this is his first speaking role. Father yes. <laughs> Yeah. But third little brother role. Um, and Martin short. Yeah. Martin short. Who's in Clifford and inner space. Right. Yeah. So yeah, those are the two people that I had, but then it was just like all these, like also the song, like 
uh, you're then lo- he wonderful me, tonight. Or, yeah, oh, or yeah. like that's oh, getting a smoke. Yeah, you're thing. right. Yes, it's yeah, it's very true. But um, is it our first Steve Martin and our first Diane Keaton movie? Because that I also seems so, improbable, which is crazy. right? We've, we've yeah. got a long list of stuff that's coming uh, yeah. eventually. Yeah, um, totally. Because I, I was already thinking we could do like a marathon of Steve Martin stuff. But I know. Totally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh my God, Dan Keaton. I can't say enough about my love for her. Yeah. I just cannot. I love yeah. everything about her. Um, so yeah, should we get into it? Are there any other smoking jackets I'm missing? I don't think so. I think you, okay. did, you did it well. Although I would... Cause I was starting to think maybe we need to limit what we start, what we give smoky jackets to because pretty soon the world. Directors. I but I, I think we just lean into it. Yeah. Um, I agree. You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Phil's always too. operating under the assumption that we have like a limited, there's a scarcity of smoking jackets during <laughs> right. COVID. It's like, we got a whole lot of these. Guys. We have so yeah. many and our budget is huge. They yeah, don't we do. grow on trees. <laughs> We have a budget of $250 per person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ahead. Yeah. Ahead. So we start with this sort of like regal, here comes the bride music and mm-hmm. with the champagne background and with the credits, which I just, I just, it's such a marker of this generation of movie. Yeah. I think. Right. Like, totally. I don't know that they do movies like that anymore. They just like always get into it. Then, yeah. Um, fun fact, BD Wong, who is, a uh, who plays the assistant Honk. Howard Feinstein. Oh yeah. Honk is the <laughs> TJ Jaredowski. Uh, I love his energy in this movie. Oh, he's me amazing. too. He's, he, he's a phenomenal like Broadway actor yeah. and I feel very connected I did not know to that. Him. Yeah. Because he, he did a one man show at La Jolla Playhouse where I work called Herringbone. Oh, CSI, the CSI story. <laughs> he is in a lot of SVUs. <laughs> oh, yeah. is he? No, it was mm. called Herringbone. Um, and it went on to Broadway. And so I hear his name a lot at work. That's <laughs> awesome. Reference to other things. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And then that I is like, cool. did research and he's got such an amazing career. Yeah. He's age and film really cool. TV. Yeah. So we're getting like a direct address from Steve Martin, monologue, which I believe yeah. is how the original, we should say that this film was based on, I believe right. the 1950 father of the ride with Spencer Tracy and Elizabeth Taylor. And there are some, I think a lot of those cutaways like of him addressing the camera are from the original because Spencer Tracy, that movie I think has like a voiceover just mm. like this one does. Um, okay. There, there's a couple of scenes that were like, oh, okay, this is from the movie. Now, are you guys watching Only Murders in the Building? Haven't yet, but it's definitely. Oh, that's on our with list. Steve Martin, right? And Martin Short. We may start oh, that tonight. And Selena ooh. Gomez. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, we're, are you we're watching pretty, it? Yeah, we're we're into it. I mean, I can't get enough of of Steve Martin and Martin Short. I just love them. And also, Steve Martin has looked the same age since he was what twenty. I don't. Yeah. Truly, we just, saw him once at um Delfest. Delfest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing the banjo, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Is and I nice? feel like it, um he seemed to like it. See, I mean, he had to like play through the rain. <laughs> he didn't Aww. complain about it. That's um, Delfest. I know. I feel like Annie ICU's father has some stories of like um, growing up in San Francisco and seeing like going down to see his comedy, like mm. you know, mm-hmm. like that he was pretty like prolific comedian and like I think he got a start in San Francisco. Oh, that's cool. And we learn, um, you know, he's like doing reflecting on it, raising his daughter, Annie Banks McKenzie. So then mm-hmm. I hear Annie and then I think of Annie sure. ICU, this entire mm-hmm. movie. Totally. Um, and we, we learned that he owns and runs his own tennis shoe company. Yeah. 
sneaker company? What do you it's guys a, call yeah. it? Sneaker company, yeah. Okay. Sneaker company, I guess. Yeah, that looks like a Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter Zed kind of factory style. Yeah. Although it's more open concept, I guess. Yeah. I just think that's so cute. Yeah. Also, he must make a lot of money. Again, the house. Yeah, if he's got a right. full-on factory. Yeah. yeah, which they bought forever ago. And so I'm sure it's like paid off. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're real. And he, I couldn't place what car he was driving, but it just looked... Yeah. Like yeah. a super expensive little sports car. Yeah. It's hard to get like a sense of how famous um, the brand is, like his shoe company. Cause at one point he's like kind of like, you know, jibes uh, Brian for wearing Nikes. Right. And it's like, is this like a Reebok situation <laughs> where it's like truly one of the other, they more of like a specialty, like more of like, or a local... like Nickelodeon tennis shoes, which I had a pair of those <laughs> back in the yeah. day. <laughs> Yeah, um, I have not thought about Nickelodeon tennis shoes in a, in a minute. LA gear situation. Oh, uh, LA gear. No, BK Knights. Of... BK Knights. Yeah. Yeah, There's... totally. I wanted BK Knights so bad because they always wore them on Double Dare. Yes. <laughs> and gave the kids pairs of BK Knights. Yeah, that's right. BK Knights. And there's also like a throwaway scene where I think he's getting ready to go to work and he throws on a red hat and it's just like yeah. i realized that red hats are ruined thing. forever i thought the same thing yeah. especially if you're driving top down in los angeles you know yeah. what i mean I literally wrote mega hat do it. i did do it. i i wrote that too that's it's wild. like it is i wonder if that'll be forever but man is it true now that's yeah. wild we all thought we all wrote that yeah um so yeah annie uh i just wrote beautiful house diane keaton I love Diane Keaton. Yeah. And uh, we meet Kieran Culkin. He's eating chocolate. He's, he's in the little brother hall of fame. Yeah. It's nice. He's, he's an enjoyable little brother in this. I mean, he doesn't do much. Now, is he a oops, a baby? That's what I was wondering. Cause there's a age gap. Is it, it, it's, it's more than 10 years, right? It's like, yeah, it's like almost 22 or yeah. 22, 23. And he's like eight or seven. I think Kieran Culkin was like nine in this movie. Okay. But I don't know how old the kid's supposed to be, but I mean, Sim- yeah. that's, that's now, like 14 years. Have you guys seen father of the bride part two? Yeah, have, but it's but been it's a been while. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and I haven't seen it, but in that movie, Diane Keaton gets pregnant again. Yes. Oh, but we were doing this math. Uh... I mean, so, you know, she comes home and she's telling him at the table, like when they're talking at the table and he reacts and says like, you're, you know, you're too young. You're too young. We were trying to do the math because Diane Keaton was like, I was her age when I married, I was a year younger than her when mm-hmm. I married you. And then, you know, I was her age um, when I had her. <laughs> so we did the math and I think Diane, I think that character is supposed to be like what, 44 Oh God. or 45. And so <laughs> uh-huh. like in the next year, like, so she has a baby, like in her late forties, I guess, or maybe oh, mid. I like see. meaning the, the when she you has know. the oopsie baby but then those three kids have come three completely different yeah like, that's a lot um did you guys see who plays the little girl of yes, yes. emma she's two-thirds of the way to a smoking jacket herself i know uh, i was thinking about that kindergarten cop she's so good and, i love that yeah little girl. no she's great and she what? looks so much like that actress yeah yeah mm-hmm Later on, they do that like montage of her like growing up, and I yeah. was like, they, I thought they weren't going to bring her back for that. I got because they they started with a kid that they started with her. another. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and and spoiler alert: the in, in thinking about Annie's sister in this movie, 
she looks like the main actress and look, pictures of her as a kid look like that little girl too. Like it's oh. real weird. And I was like, wow, like this is truly. What yeah. is that actress's name? Oh, what is her name? It's three, uh, it's three words. Kim, Kimberly. That's all I got. Kimber- <laughs> Kimberly Boo. Kimberly um, Bimberly Boo. We're getting yeah. our research team on it right now. Um, well, in the meantime, while we're doing that, I, I wish in the montage they had like a scene from Kindergarten Cop where yeah. Arnold was in the background or something yes. like that. I don't know if the movie she was time. dancing to E-I-E-I-O yeah. again. I think it's Kimberly Williams. Um, oh, Kimberly Williams. That's right. Kimberly. But wait, when so was she's... Kindergarten Cop? Would she have? <laughs> she couldn't have been. No. Yeah. 1990. No. It doesn't no, make... wait. I'm sorry. Which actress are you talking about? The grown one or the little no, one? Little the grown one. one. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all talking about different people. I was talking about the grown-up actress, the one that plays Annie Banks McKenzie. Yes. So that is um, Kimberly Williams Paisley because she's married to Brad Paisley. Oh, right. Brad Paisley. Oh, and then Sarah Rose Carr is Annie, age seven. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. So, um, yeah, we we get, she comes home from Italy and she's talking to her parents, as you said, at dinner. I love Diane Keaton's faces through this whole scene. Yes, yeah. She's just, uh, both of them are great face actors, but. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh no, what what is Diane Keaton's character's business in this movie? They don't really say, does it, do they? But she no. has her own business and and something about, she has to do like an inventory. I think one night she has to see like do inventory. So I don't know. Does she work retail? at the sneaker company no. as well? No, I think it's no. different. Okay. They said they both have successful businesses, which made me happy because I was like a little yeah. worried that Diane Keaton was like this like stay-at-home tennis shoe wife. Yeah. Um, my guess is that's probably fine, the change but... from the first one. I don't know yeah. what, and, what this is. I mean, probably right. And then the flip side of it that, that makes you depressed is that they felt no need to explain what her business that's is. That's right. I know. And show like three different interior shot scenes of Steve Martin. So. Well, in the right. movie, it's complicated. I think Diane Keaton mm. owns a bakery. So I just decided that that was what her business mm. was. And so I she like was it. doing yeah. like inventory on like flour and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah. at the back. Um, but I, I was going to say, yeah, for that scene, I just had a note that she's basically every single Facebook comment thread in the world of just, <laughs> she's eating popcorn, rolling her eyes and just like looking around, um, yeah. side-eyeing everything. It's It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Side note really quick to, to our Baltimore fans uh, on Facebook today, I saw a post that had like a billion viral comments, which was the Baltimore city police department was hiring. <laughs> And did you see this? Anyway, the the gentleman in the photo who was a police officer was very attractive. So it was uh, it was causing a lot of comments. Very attractive. Did you say? Very attractive. Yeah, Yeah. that's okay. I think I might have cut out for a second. Yeah, I was me. He was very attractive, and so the comment thread was on point. It was like Baltimore at its finest, plus police, plus attractive police officer. That's awesome. It was, it was, it was great. It was I thought, I, I thought that people were just making like low hanging fruit jokes about like BPD is hiring, but no, that, it, was glad, very, it was very, it was very much the opposite. Like where, what department is he in and how do yeah. I sign up? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so kind of That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Go find it. It's a, it's a good thread. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we learned about Brian, the fiance mm-hmm. and, 
you know, the fact that the father is just like questions everything. And he, 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 you know, he clearly has this great job, but like, it couldn't be, I mean, my, my, I'm not going to say my father is this father of the bride, but like, there's, Mine is. You know, <laughs> there's some things in there that I resonate hey, with. One of, one of my first notes from this movie is Steve Martin is Leslie, um, only because in the beginning when he's like eye rolling and uh, taking off his shoes, explaining to you kindly, which has happened, that really reminds me of Leslie, but like my next note is, oh my God, Steve Martin is my father. <laughs> and it's not the, it's overprotective, but it's not so much the, like, that's my daughter. It's like, you need, you don't run, get home. Like, I don't like her in the air. Get like, oh, yeah. in your plane. It, the neuroticism yeah. and honestly losing his mind about like that hot dog that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like if like, I drive my that car home five minutes to their house, it's like, drive safe. Right. Call me when yeah. you get there. Right. I've There's, been, I've, go, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I've been put in charge of Katie whenever she <laughs> swims in, in deep lakes. In reservoirs um, and lakes. Make, yeah. yeah. That's a lot it. of pressure. It is it a lot is, of pressure. Yeah. Now, Philip, you're the new, newest father of this group. Um, and the only yeah. father of you're this the group. Newest <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you, did you get like a Steve Martin in this movie, like badge to wear? Do you feel like you're going to morph into this character or? Um, a little bit. There were definitely comments from my seatmate, um, our couchmate, that because uh, I'm definitely like a sort of a safety ranger when it comes to most things, <laughs> and especially like the our daughter, of uh, you know keeping her safe and being sort of like protective and that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah, I definitely um, synced up with that that side of him for sure. It is interesting that you and Bridget know what it's like to be like daughters of fathers and Phil has the other perspective. Like yeah. we're all mu mutually exclusive with it, which is interesting. That's what we do in this yeah. podcast. We yeah. get all different representation. Sides. <laughs> oh, I realized what I wanted to give a smoking jacket to another thing, which was one-on-one -on -one basketball. Hmm. Cause I think at Ooh. this point we've watched like a thousand movies that have yeah. basketball in them. Yeah. I'm like, do people still do that? Or was this just like a trope of the eighties and nineties because you were just out with your friends, yeah. like, or you were outside your garage playing basketball. I think the basketball in the driveway, I mean, I guess it used to be on the farm door. Right. But I feel like the move into the suburbs, like the cul-de-sac, I mm -hmm. think really like pro proliferated. No, that's yeah. a good word. Made yeah. popular, um, uh, basketball hoops in driveways. I had one, even though I suck at basketball. Yeah. yeah. We had one too. And I also, suck we at had one but too. the neighborhood, the kid, the neighborhood kids would use it, which was part of the fun. Yeah. Um, which is yeah, nice. same because you'd like get a garden hose and say, "Get out of here, you yeah, kids!" Get out of here. Our basketball. I know, I made it sound like I wasn't part of it, but um, yeah, we had more than just our family play. <laughs> yeah. But my sister broke her arm once doing it, which is a bummer. Oh boy, yeah, I know. So Brian Mcmackenzie comes over that night. It's like, how late is this? I'm not. I'm not okay, really so sure. the, what this is timeline? The time? She's yeah, she gets off a flight. I guess Ty and Keaton picks her up at LAX. Like, who knows? Um. Yeah. She gets off a flight from Rome, which is like what a 13 hour flight Hopefully, yeah. from LA, uh, maybe more. Yeah. And then, uh, lands and they're just keeping her up all night with this like well, dinner and explanation. And she, was she wearing a dress and pearls on I the know. plane? No, what? I mean, another comment from my seatmate was like, she definitely did not get off a 13 hour flight looking like that. No. So no it's like, she must've like showered 
dressed up, you know. That's just like not what I'm changing into no. after a 13 hour flight. Then no. and yeah, Andy's question was like, where's the jet lag? Like yeah. out for cappuccino. What? Are you just not gonna <laughs> sleep for like days? <laughs> I know when I heard out for a cappuccino, I was like, are you insane? You'll never sleep. <laughs> I'll never sleep. <laughs> um so Brian pulls up the actor's George New- Newburn, which is confusing because George is the name of the father. So I, then I took yeah. writing George and I was getting confused. But interestingly, um, Bridget, in the one, the one podcast that you unfortunately did not join us for uh, Adventures in Babysitting, yeah. uh, this guy's from that. And we, I think on that first podcast, we had this game of like, okay, what character in this movie then just full on rolls into being another movie. And I think I said, I bet this frat boy is the father of the bride kid. Oh, um, cause he has a very similar energy. Like yeah. Brian is maybe a little like headier, nerdier, overly, like overly woke. Um, and the other kid might be a little less, um, like brown nosing, but sorry, Phil, you were going to say no, something. No, no, no. I, I was going to bring up something completely different. I did not realize he was in uh, Adventures of Babysitting. No, actually, no. Um, I was bringing up a completely different movie. I was thinking that he is the Kirkland version of Josh Charles. Oh, oh. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. Oh, or wait, is Josh- Kirkland version? <laughs> we're we're, we're workshopping yeah, in different terms. We're trying to use the Safeway brand say. Andrew McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not to be confused with Paul McCartney. <laughs> I really like shoe brand is uh, Steve Martin's company. Yeah. He's that oh, brand. Yeah, Kirkland exactly. brand. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. Fun fact, George Newburn besides being in the Avengers of babysitting was on designing women for oh. a number of seasons, along with Meshack Taylor. Oh, oh interesting. I watched that know. show religiously. I think he was Did also you? in this. Yeah. I watched it all the time. <laughs> Why? Cause it was Southern. I, I don't know. It just was, it was what on did TV. you like about designing women, Philip? I liked them all. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Meshack head, <laughs> if you will. Um, I'm going to blank on the different Delta uh, Burke, Delta Burke, Dixie yeah. Carter. I don't remember. Who's the, yeah, oh, I can't remember. Well, oh, what's her face? She was in um she was just in that HBO show and she's she's been in everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jean Smart. Yeah. Wasn't Jean Smart in it? That sounds I, right. I swear she was. Maybe not. Sorry, designing women. Le- it's been fans. a while since I, I need to just go back and watch some designing women. I haven't women, seen but- designing women in a long time, but now I want to. Yeah. I watched it when it rolled out, but I haven't seen it since. Oh, and Annie Potts. Yeah, Annie Potts. Annie Potts is the best. I get Annie Potts mixed up with like the side side cop sidekick from Pretty in Pink. Oh yeah, they're the, they're all interchangeable. (laughs) That side cop and Pretty in Pink. (laughs) They're the... (laughs) Well, I really like, I, I like how they're really good at painting, I think, who Brian is. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, he's kind of nervous. He's kind of overkill with how on point he is in a way. Um, and he's kind of brown nosing, but he also, like, you can tell that they have different conversations when, you know, the parents aren't in the room. And sure. I, I like him. He's very genuine and he's not, yeah. he's not a villain. No, I mean, not at all. The no, it's dad, not like wedding crashers. Right. Where you're like, oh my God. Um, but Diane loves it. I mean, she's, yeah, bobbing. she's eating it up. Which yes. I yeah. adore. Uh, although it's too soon. Oh yes. Too soon for these two kids to be getting married. I don't, I don't like their chances. 
Well, this time, at least I had remembered this, that she was in like undergraduate studying abroad. And I was like, whoa, but she's in grad school. So it did help contextualize like a little bit, like where she was, but I agree. Are they, what do they say? It's like four months, like three Three months, three months. And then it seems like they're having a wedding in a week. (laughs) Like it it's needs like, to be now. It's like when people meet on Bachelor in Paradise and then they get engaged. You're like, you have not lived in the real world. You've been living oh in gosh. Rome, sipping yeah. cappuccinos, like having this dream vacation. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's been in school. They haven't had any work, you know. Right, and school then is- for the most like her movie, whole life. yeah, job ever. Architecture, of course, yeah, I know. totally. Um, I know. Um, I think um, now I totally. Oh, like the movie, the movie paints like Steve Martin's neuroticism is just like, this is the only reason to have, like, there's no reason to have a problem with this wedding. It's totally, this this is just what getting married is in weddings. Yeah. And he is neurotic and he's kind of rude to Brian, but like they, I don't think the movie ever recognizes that he is totally right. I mean, like it's been three months and nobody else, I guess the parents, I guess the other parents talk about it, but then they just like laugh it off. And it's like, you know, we're the ones with the problem. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I guess my only like big ish with this movie is like this kind of moment where we start to see Steve Martin and he says like, he he says he feels like Mr. Discontinued and you're like, you're not, you're her father. You're not her romantic partner. And there's like kind of this like thing about that that gives me the willies. I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, Yeah. And I remember like kind of um, just internalizing that is like, that's what people's lives are like when I watch this as a kid. Yeah. I'm, and it, and it is, yeah, it's, um, it's frustrating in that it's such a great movie, I think in so many other ways. And Steve Martin is so charming and, and you want to spend yeah. time with him. And yeah, when, in those relaxed moments, he's just I, an ideal father. So yeah. that message of like, but he owns this girl and right. she's breaking his heart. It's like couched in this otherwise lovely yeah, healthy thing. Exactly. So it's quite and- sneaky. And I haven't seen like the original. Um, so I don't know if that's like a worse. I could imagine it's that was like the big theme that was in there, and maybe they just carried it over. Yeah. And it just doesn't fit in like 1993 or whenever this was. Whereas like, it probably yeah. wasn't great, but it probably fit in 1950. Well, you right. Know? Yeah. Because she has all these other like feminist things about her, and yeah. her mom is a business owner. And it's like clear that like they raised her to be very independent and take school seriously and all these things. So it's like, I, yeah, again, I could see his concern about her getting married too quickly, but this whole, like, you're my daddy's girl, you know, I never, I didn't get to kiss you at your wedding. I know. Well, that's a whole different story, but like, I think they also, I guess that's why they do make her so young and maybe, maybe like intentionally go from like college to grad school where like somehow the conversation is still that she's going to be leaving home. Like Maddie's like, it's real weird. The two of us, like, it's just going to be the three of us. And like, hasn't it been like that for like six years? Like she hasn't been at yeah. the house. Yeah. She's like, in grad school. She's in grad school. Like, I don't know. I think they really try. The movie tries really hard to get that 1950s situation in like the nineties. Yeah. So they go to have brunch with, which is weird by themselves without their kids, which I think is so strange with the in-laws. And this, this yeah, is a line, this, that this line did remind me of my dad a lot where he says, I don't know why we have to have brunch with strangers. I feel like that's a thing my dad would say, yeah. um, even though they're going to be like in-laws with each other. Um, and they go to their giant hollow house, <laughs> hollow yeah. sounding oh, yeah. and uh, get introduced to their two Dobermans and a Mastiff. There's always 
mean dogs in these I 80s know. and 90s movies too. just the dog chase the dog chance chase pants pull butt bite was really popular <laughs> yeah. Yeah. very boing, much boing, so boing, boing. <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> So yeah, they are going to have lunch and then Steve Martin asks for air. He wants to go to the bathroom, which is the seventh door on the left. Which seventh. Makes- <laughs> I know. Which is ironic that like, I mean, I, I guess they do say that the one on the first floor isn't working because that's like, if you have a house like that, you don't have a bathroom on the first floor. But yeah. it is hard to believe like the only one available is like attached to like the master bedroom study or, you know, right. I mean? there are two bathrooms on the main floor. There guaranteed. must have to be right. Half yeah. seven somewhere. Rooms. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Um, so this is where he, he breaks the mirror and the the bathroom. Funny. Yeah. And Although, I mean, I've literally never checked anyone's medicine cabinets. Not that anyone would, would admit it on, on, uh, <laughs> on tape, like we're doing, but like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm just not curious. I don't, I don't get why this is a constant movie thing. Yeah. Like you're I trying to check people's prescriptions. I mean, nope. yeah. I've looked inside people's medicine cabinets. I'm honestly not recently, sure. yeah. but definitely when I was younger. I would have done yeah, that. Maybe not not to look at their prescriptions, but I guess more like, ooh, what products do they have? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what? Here's a question for you guys, both of you who have both been fallen victim to this by me, I bet. Ooh, you don't know. What have yeah. I, I, <laughs> what podcast, have you done? I've been yeah. working up the courage to tell you something like truly well, awful. Ooh, let us guess no. what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> handing us like an orange peel that we need to throw away. No, but that's also happened to both Using my yeah. like uh, shower <laughs> scrunchy thingy. Or did like you use mine, years. right? No, oh my I God. bought that one. That oh, was shit. mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, we'll be when I moved out. I like, I just, I was, I came downstairs to say goodbye and Phil's like, well, guess we've been using the same shower loofah for six years because I took it with me because I thought it was mine. <laughs> um, oh my God, no, that's great. Although you were a victim to those things. Um, I feel like, um, Q-tips clean in a jar yeah. you thank tips. you thank you <laughs> in somebody's bathroom are up for grabs yes, yes I yeah. of course That's they are they're paper. like tissue paper it's or party paper i guess yeah. so it's just hard to know right because sometimes people keep them in there like there's there's not always sure they're not always apparent so i'm always like ooh, does this person think they're communal because it's like under it's like i can see it but maybe it's not yeah. for me i would think no. they're always oh. communal and i'm not talking about that i think if i've needed I've, i can't picture what it'd be but if i needed something like a q-tip i would dig around um and then <laughs> don't I dig too far into your i would take I whatever drugs i would find you know um. <laughs> well partly too is annie i see does not permit me to use q-tips um so then sometimes if i'm other people's houses i'm like get all the like, i'm like because we don't have all them the in candy. our house yeah. i know it feels you're like just that. like yeah. <laughs> i am like that and um because it just it just you know it scratches this itch um and but um, i always i never know if they're communal so what i do is i use them fold them in half and then wrap them in toilet paper and putting them in the trash bin. i don't want people to know i use their q-tips you Maybe don't need I to go know. that okay. far all right don't be ashamed i won't uh i will also say that another sort of trope in movies i'm annoyed with is the like checking out like checkbooks and bank books and oh yeah that like, i would uh, never I that, do without that is and that door doesn't close either that was bold so steve martin just like goes through his stuff to 
what is he doing to see if his checkbook yeah, like, is balanced? How rich Doesn't they he are? know he's rich? They live in like a big right. house. It's like, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's like checking on their money or like like checking to see if there's fraud. I, I mean, at this point, it feels like he's trying to kind of find a reason to not like them, I guess. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I could just do without that. It didn't make a lot of sense. So, well, in karma, he he gets barked at and growled at by a Doberman <laughs> and jumps off the balcony. I did um, love the line of like, I'm leaving. I'm, when yeah. he's like crouching <laughs> under the desk. But. Yeah, totally. I, I enjoyed this whole this whole physical comedy bit where he, yeah he goes to throw the bank book back up to the balcony and the housekeeper just oh, yeah. happens to flap it out with yeah. like great. I also out. at this point I have a note that just says I have a crush on Diane Keaton. Oh, like she is I just know. like excellent with her the way she's just looking. Um, she's just like wonderful. She's so great. <laughs> The yeah. studio didn't want her for the role because uh, she had just made a movie that sort of bombed. And oh, no. um, they, I think it was like the director and some other folks lobbied very, very hard to get her on. Because it, it's the same director as like Baby Boom, which she was in. And so, um, yeah. And so she was in it. Yeah, hmm. Interesting. I thought she was wonderful. Yep. So there's some confusing things that are happening in this wedding prep where they have this like the list of guests from the in-laws and then the people they have to pay to fly. Oh Insane. my gosh. Insane. I, I wrote. No. Good. No, I'm sure that like that's true for somebody, but like uh. to kind of just back and fall into this wedding thing and know and know that that's expected is bananas <laughs> like right I can't and for imagine. them to just arbitrarily be like yeah five of our belgian relatives or whatever have to fly here and you have to fly them here yeah it would be so yes yeah. i mean yeah. yeah i mean since all of my in-laws are from a different country <laughs> right. um uh, yeah it just never no everyone takes care of your own flights we're all adults here so they pick you know they decide they're going to end up with a wedding coordinator which they went back and forth on. By the way, I don't have a wedding coordinator and I, I feel okay about that. I, but I also like didn't want a lot of she-she fancy things at my wedding. I also there have a go. theory in slightly how when I imagine a wedding like my own, mm -hmm. uh, certain of my like my lack of enthusiasm for it. Um, but what you're talking about with like not wanting a planner, Bridget, and like not wanting the she-she, do you think that comes somewhat from like being a person that is involved in the theater, that is on stage, that like plans mm. events and like, mm. it's not like all, this isn't your only chance to host okay. a show. Do you know what I mean? Like where you'd that's be like, really I want a coordinating, I want this, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's true. And also it's just cause I don't, I'm not a fan of like the wedding industrial that dynamic right like, right even even if I was like I can think of myself at like 22 or 23 thinking about getting married and being oh, like yeah. oh, I wouldn't want somebody there like in charge of things right. where they don't know who I am or like I don't know well I honestly think sometimes what you're paying for in a wedding planner is to like up the level to like a production like yeah. if you want to feel like you're directing a play yeah and it's like I don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay. I would love to just not have this not be an event that I have to think about. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. And or that I would have, fake. Yeah. And I right. want to preface it with the fact that we may poo-poo other sort of wedding. They're all great. You do what you want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, mm -hmm. anyways, but like, 
the way I did it was great and everyone else's ideas are dumb. Um, no, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we had, and I was like reading about this and sort of this movie sort of uh, brought in the whole era of wedding coordinators again, where it was like mm. a lot of sort of the hippie weddings. I think there was like someone who quoted of like this movie ended the hippie wedding of like getting married on a mountaintop. Um, and there was other instances where she's like looking or reading about like budget ideas for weddings. And I was like, all these ideas are great. Like everything about that I would want. Um, well, no, it's- and I think there's a lot of people that feel like Steve Martin's like, you know how they're like, I can, t- we can tell what kind of wedding you want to have. And it's like him in the backyard flipping burgers, you know? Oh, that and was it's like, awesome. Yeah. Like that is the, a lot of the weddings that people plan that they pay a lot of money for them. Yeah. But like that's the vibe, you know, like that hipster vibe. And I feel like um, with this wedding, it's like, a little bit alternative enough that it's at their house, but like, otherwise it would full on be at a wedding hall that was yeah. like super decked out, you know, yeah. like it was like be the opposite of what you're saying. Like that pendulum swimming, swinging back to like rec hall, giant, giant hall yeah. weddings. That yeah. just like that place where they went to like meet their wedding planner, you know, yes. that's just yeah. like full of tchotchkes and like mm-hmm. weird things and like place settings and all of that. It just makes me feel like, crazy like i said our, our, our cake was basically uh, a sheet cake from hones um bakery down in highland it. town and we had brats and uh yeah yeah i mean awesome. there's lots of ways to do it i yeah. think um I, I was thinking about how she falls asleep on the couch reading a bride magazine and how i've been planning this wedding for of course like a, a year and eight months when it was supposed to be eight months <laughs> got some extra time <laughs> got a little extra time but how i've never once like picked up a bride magazine and i i remember looking at magazines like that when some of my girlfriends got married when we were like a little younger but I, again i still was not like oh i have to look at a magazine to get inspiration for what i want like the good news about getting married a little bit later is that i have been a bridesmaid a lot <laughs> in my life so i have a strong understanding <laughs> of what i yeah. don't want to and what I do um but most of it is like to eliminate a lot of this extra stuff um also we meet Frank who is Martin Short who speaks in a just completely (laughs) what is this I think it's It's like all of Europe combined the wizard from Waterworld again it's (laughs) it is it it seems like Eastern Europe right maybe like maybe Romania it's based on a real person it is Um, yeah he and where was this person matcha? I don't know. It's a real wedding planner from oh, LA. Oh, um, I'm sure it says it somewhere in the, the facts or whatever. But um, yeah. And I'm there are sure party planners it. like this still today, obviously. Like I oh, watch sure. a lot of Real Housewives, as I've mentioned, and they're always party planners involved in that. Yeah, show. you can afford it. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's they are talking about how they're going to be 500 something people at the wedding. <laughs> that is nuts like i i went to a wedding um a friend got married in calcutta um and of course i think indian weddings are famous for like come one come all so like amazing that wedding maybe approached that kind of number i don't think it was that many though wow um but can you imagine having 500 people in that house i mean like i don't understand why that was it's interesting this this is where it begins where it's like george is just supposed to be the curmudgeon and i'm like he is a curmudgeon and he's rude, but like a lot of his reactions yeah. make a lot of sense. Like <laughs> totally. this is insane. And just the fact that they start planning this wed- wedding without like a 
line budget of like, we want it to cost this. That's just insane. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, Steve Martin says it needs to be 150 people. So they start cutting people and they're like happy. They realize some of their relatives have died. Yeah. Which is (laughs) or friends have died, which is kind of wild. Um, so then we kind of get into like the wedding planning montages and they're going to get married on January 6th, which I think is just a terrible day to get married. <laughs> yeah. It's Andy's birthday. Oh, well, it's a <laughs> lovely yes. day for a yeah, birthday. It's even worse no, but now. I agree. I know it is worse now, but like, I agree oh, where yeah. it's, it's like in, it's too close to the holidays. Uh, right. and it's like, no one has vacation. <laughs> That day, like I was wondering point. if they were going to address the holidays in this movie. Cause like I said, I hadn't seen it. They only seem to address Thanksgiving and then they're like, yeah, you're right. Then they're like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And now it's the wedding day. Steps up. Yeah. And I'm That's like, funny. what about like setting up your house for Christmas? He even talks in the beginning about how like my house looks great in Christmas lights. Right. And then they like just ignore Christmas altogether, which would have just occurred. Yeah. That's interesting. They would almost still be up in some. Right. Circles. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Especially if your house looks great in Christmas lights. Yeah. Um, so they start like, you know, at, you know, banging around in their house, like drilling. I don't know what they're drilling. So much. Drilling. Yeah. I don't know. And Eugene Levy guest stars as a <laughs> wedding, uh, uh, a band singer. Do you audition yeah. the singer for the band? <laughs> I don't think in your living room like that. I mean, oh my God, that would be amazing. They do it in person. There's no way to send you a tape. It's just acapella. It's um, just him. And then this like incoherent chef who I thought was Kenny G. I was very confused. Is that it's uh, It's TJ Jared. What's his name? um, Of TJ and Dave, right? Oh, it is? Yeah. He's from like Veep. Uh, He's in Veep and uh, like some Amy Poehler stuff. I think. Yeah. They write. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't write that. Yeah. He plays Honk. uh, The genius. Honk. Oh, you're saying like H-A-N-K, not H-O-N-K. Honk. Yeah. Okay. The the genius. He is a genius. And we need him. That's pretty great. David Pasquese. Oh, Pasquese. Pasquese. I guess it's yeah. TJ Jaredowski's the other guy. He's Dave Pasquese. Yeah. Yeah, Oops. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so-, so Steve Martin freaks out at the grocery store. Yes. And takes hot dog buns out of two packages, oh, right, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. Because if he wants eight hot dog buns or 12 hot dogs, I don't know. I get his point. I get his point too. He's saying, I always have over like leftover hot dog buns and we keep them in our fridge. Toast a hot dog bad. bun, put yeah. a little butter and a little Parmesan cheese on it. Ooh. Remember when Jordan made hot dog casserole? Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't think I do. But... We had a bun. We had this exact problem um, yeah. at, at our, at our house. And we had a ton of leftover. I think it was out after maybe a crawfish or like Crabtoberfest. And so Jordan, I kind of like whenever she gets a challenge, Jordan P. I Please was kind of like, I don't know, make a crawfish and hot dog casserole. No, she just took. So I, I called it hot dog casserole, but she always thought that was like misleading. She took all of the buns and she like surgically cut them into like perfect cubes and then kind of made this like monkey bread, like coffee cake oh. out of it. Oh, and it was, yeah. it was incredible. It was like sticky bun kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's hot dog casserole is I know. not the right She. I just want to be clear. She was never on board for it. <laughs> I continue to use it. I've been asked yeah. several times. Because I was picturing like chopped up hot dogs yeah. and ketchup. And yeah. It's disgusting. I know. Yeah. Fun buns? I don't know. We'll we'll keep workshopping. Fun buns. Fun buns? Fun buns. Yeah, fun buns. I said bun buns, but I like fun buns. I think bun bun makes sense though. But yeah. Yeah. Um 
So yeah. So he's in jail. So Steve Martin lands himself in jail in what is the most white privileged jail experience <laughs> planet where now they're just going to invite his jailer over for dinner because he's super, you know, he has this wonderful relationship with both of them, of yeah, Diane of Keaton and Steve Martin. Um, yeah. And he's in this like one one room little pen, which is I hear what jail in Los Angeles is like. Oh, it's lovely. Uh, <laughs> um, it cuts to Oz. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, and so she basically makes him pledge just kind of says like i can't handle this um like you're you know you're gonna have to snap out of it because you're yeah. kind of driving me off a, off she, a ledge yeah, um, she makes him repeat some vows yeah. basically yeah. yeah which i agree but, like he was being yeah even though he had like valid points he was just carried no, out i yeah. like i do think that this movie has like a feminist or like a female character lens to it and maybe it's just because diane keaton's so brilliant but like they give her credit it's like no this woman is not going to put up with this for months to the end of the movie you know like she's gonna like address it and solve it and then they're gonna move forward together and i like that they play them as like they can bicker or whatever but they're truly in love with each other and this couple mm-hmm. they're just both really cool people i know so we we then get this like interlude scene where the family's now playing two on two basketball with the sexiest yeah. saxophone i've ever heard in my life <laughs> yeah, totally. sergio so how many months well i guess they said she says it's our eight month anniversary and so i guess it's four months that have passed right or, mm-hmm. or five yeah yeah what was it? Three? So it's five. Yeah. Five, five months. Okay. So we learned that the McKinsey's bought them a new car mm-hmm. and Steve Martin is like upset by that because he, he bought them a cappuccino maker. Yeah. And also their wedding gifts start to arrive to the house and they're just a lot of useless tchotchkes that nobody needs. <laughs> like, do they not have a registry or just? I hope like, all of that was on their registry. Oh my like, we God. want this clock. It's like this so clock many vases. And apparently, I guess the one was this, the, the reference from the original, right? The Venus de Milo with the clock right. is like the yeah. same prop that's treated the same oh, way. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of tchotchkes to put into a house. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of get this like go into the chapel montage where the RSVPs start coming in and everybody's saying yes. And, you know, Kieran Culkin's getting a tuxedo and it's Thanksgiving and just like the whole thing. It's all coming yeah. together. Oh, the cutest part in that was like when the woman in the factory like makes the wedding sneakers. Yeah, it is really neat. That's really sweet. I think as a kid watching this too, that gave me, I don't know, there was something that educated you about like, oh, when like big things happen in your life, like people that are even tangential to you will care. You know what I mean? We'll pitch in and care. And that is, it is really sweet. And fun fact, Kimberly Williams Paisley, who plays Annie, Mm -hmm. uh, wore sneakers at her wedding although she wore like heels first and then sneakers but, oh that's cool i mean it's like a it homage would be, i guess so it like it started off as like this would be a like she was gonna wear the same pair but she didn't it was like no she just switched into comfortable shoes which oh, everyone inter- should oh, do yeah that's interesting yeah well, Nora did point- as well. she had fancy shoes for the for the first part and then she had dancing that's shoes right. for later that makes sense um at what point do does brian do they kind of call it off have we passed that no, no we're, we're there up. now okay this it. is the next thing i have is that annie comes in and she's it's storming outside also, i know something very rare in la right and she says the <laughs> wedding is off because for the eight month anniversary gift he bought her a blender and she feels like she's being like treated like a housewife which i was like okay like yeah you know i mean i get it but also like 
you know, Brian, he, he didn't mean that. No, yeah, it's, exactly. It's a very nice blender, by the way. It's very it's like nice. A, it's a Vitamax. And I, he's like, she makes peanut butter smoothies or whatever. And I just thought she might well, like it. What I do like that the movie does is they give that reason, which kind of casts her as feminist. And then him is like equally feminist, but he made a mistake. Right. Right. Um, so, but it also then it doesn't just give you that. Cause like just that seems like it'd be impossible for this to blow up because neither of them are like jerks, but it says that like, then he starts saying that she overreacts and then she, he's bringing up all this stuff about Steve right. Martin having done it, the in-laws. Right. And then she's like, well, you're just, lying right so you can see how it's actually a realistic fight yes yeah. you can see how you get out of control yeah yeah again i'm like fighting that hardcore though at like eight months or so like well that was my note like this so. is a big deal like yeah. it the movie doesn't really treat it the movie treats it as like a little bit of a disagreement but it's yeah. like she like full-on called off her wedding for a yeah. day like right. how many of your friends have and, done that like, and then after he goes and has a drink with brian she's just like reading a book casually and i'm like is it though are you yeah. casual now <laughs> is yeah it okay right or are you upset more i can't tell right so yeah, but then so Annie and Dad like have a heart to heart on the basketball court, and then it starts to snow. What magic, as it does in in Los Angeles. Yeah, right. Has it ever? Like, is I that think, a thing? I think somebody I talked to recently who's from here said that they had experienced once like a tiny bit of snow like seventeen or twenty years ago, something yeah. like that. I mean, Steve Martin in the movie says something. It hasn't snowed since I was nine or something. And I, I think he did grow up in LA. I just wouldn't be surprised if that was tied to truth. You know what I mean? That like sure, it did snow somewhere, there but point. yeah. Yeah. Um, but of course it like really snows. Yeah. <laughs> like inches, inches yeah. and inches of snow. So now they have to like do all these things in the house to like make it better. Right. Um, and then Annie comes down in her dress and it's very sweet. Oh, but first the mom comes down in the dress, her dress. Right. And like Steve Martin has like a little moment about that, which I thought was really cute. Yeah, that was, that was sweet. Um, is this, so when, right before this, I guess when they're playing basketball is when she says something like it's my last night as a kid, like, you know, to Steve Martin and I'm going to like, if you feel like that, you need to wait, man, yeah. like you need to have time. The you transition so from kid to, kid to bride is not a night. Like well, that is yeah. wild. It's in, there's some like science where your brain is still like developing till like age 25 or something. Yeah. 40. Like <laughs> yeah, totally. 40. Yeah. 45. Um, so they're at the church and I would like to point out that Matt, Maddie and Diane Keaton practiced walking like step together, step a hundred times. And they didn't do that when they came yeah. down the aisle. <laughs> Yeah. Also, totally. it doesn't matter. Just also nobody should slow. walk down the aisle. Like I have to tell ever. you, this was this movie gave me a complex about that because I was like, oh my god, what if I have to do that? How will I ever do that? It seems yeah. like the most complicated thing, compounded by the fact that they don't do it right at the end. So I'm yeah. like, it must be impossible. Yeah. This is a cha cha twist slide salsa move. <laughs> like I can't do it. Because you can oh also goodness. just just literally walk down the aisle. It's right. Like, do people do the are, step together are, step? Bridget, are you planning to? step no. together step there will be no step together step <laughs> yeah. in my wedding well then i'm not coming to the wedding <laughs> yeah I, we've canceled i was promised step together step katie and philip are going to live podcast from the wedding yep we all how we're oh. stepped <laughs> and hand out smoking jackets yeah. yeah um yeah i thought the ceremony was like very sweet it was all very cute i don't have a lot of comments about it 
<laughs> do you guys have any specific no, I, I had literally no notes from the wedding yeah i know um, my sister's comment from the actual like church was like there's no way there'd be that much fire inside of that church oh like it would be a disaster with all of these like candles lit <laughs> i had forgotten that that Although in catholic rare... churches they do that hmm. yeah i know that yeah i know um and my brother-in-law carl's comment was like what part of their house is this <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't realized they like left Pay to go into Carl. Yeah, yeah. But I've forgotten that part too, that the ceremony didn't take place at their house, which you would think yeah. they would like, right. how easier would that be? Yeah. I know. How to get all those people from a church to their house. Oh my God. Like, it's an extra cost. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, totally. I'm not sure how much it costs, but it, it, it's not free. Exactly. My dogs are going a little buck wild right now. I'm sorry. Well, I thought it was, it was interesting too, that he says, I do. I remember, I thought it, I thought he said her mother and I do. Is that what you're saying? That's, I I think so. Also just like who gives this woman away. I mean, the whole thing is the weirdest thing ever. It is. Yeah. And no one gave Nora away. She's her own woman. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're back at the house. It's just completely full of people, including the Danish relatives who were, flown over yes good for them and the police come over because their cars are blocking the street insane who said that was okay this is this part of the movie drives me up the wall um as somebody that has to deal with parking and cars and management of that more than like a hundred times more than everyone to like the idea that this is how they left it and they thought that would be okay. And the police are being very nice to them, by the yeah. way, because yeah. this is a huge fire hazard. It's a huge ambulance. Yeah. I mean, the neighbors, first of all, your neighbors, this is probably like the 10th call to the police about this. Like yeah. it's all on their grass. And then it's like, <laughs> I guess the whole thing goes back to like, he wanted two parking attendants and they should have had five. I don't know. Like would not have know. made a difference. <laughs> no. And like, where did they think? they were going to park these cars. Yeah. Like, like they don't, it doesn't make any sense. I guess um, there was a lot somewhere that they were going to ferry them to. And then because yeah. they're missing two people, they couldn't, I blame Frank, you know? Yeah. And then like, you know, the, the whole reason we know this happened is because now they have to move them all. So they give those two little kids, uh, Cameron <laughs> oh and squints from Sandlot. If you didn't catch it. I um, did not. Yeah. Nice the keys like as if these is this this is if this this is literally the best um solution to this like right. these two boys there are 150 adults inside right. your house get I one know. of them and this would have been the hardest like i would have scratched oh a million God. cars yeah. doing this and yeah. these, and these it's kids still... who have never drive driven 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 <laughs> But then, Go then before. what are they going to do too? Now you have all of these cars on your lawn after it snowed. Oh yeah. So it's done. Thinking. Forget your yeah. lawn. Your lawn is over. Well, and then also, he also, left all of their lights on. So all of their cars are going to die. And how are they going to get out of there? They have to get out in this orderly fashion. That how are they going to do like that? Eight, like eight cars can fit in their totally. front yard. I, this is just, just drove me insane. Bananas. Clearly. Bananas. It is. <laughs> it was like they were writing this and they were like at the end and they're like, yeah. And then just all the cars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And like, let the kids drive the cars. Oh it's my God. Fine. I know. They call in a monkey. That yeah. monkey, he can do it. So, yeah, it's the end of the wedding and Annie's going to do her bouquet toss. And she, it's very overwhelming that Steve Martin is not there and he can't get to it. Even though, Which is like, interesting, like the bouquet toss out of everything. Right. It seems like he's missed 
Everything. the entire wedding, including what I assume was the father daughter dance. Like it is a pretty traditional wedding. Yeah. So the idea that they didn't do anything or like no pictures, he wasn't part of any of this. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like he missed everything. So it's very confusing. Yeah. He it wanted is to a- catch that bouquet. Yeah, I know. It is where the movie kind of martyrs him a little bit with this. Like he's the only one working that day or in charge or cares about anything, you know, I'm like, mm. and then how was that parking problem? Not more Frank's problem. Cause then Frank leaves and he's like, I have to be there when they cut the cake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed that. Cause it made no sense. Of- yeah, it didn't. It's my big moment. Right. Um, so yeah, then they're at the airport going away and she calls him and he gets his like moment with her and uh, he feels better. So this may be better. a smoking jacket for leaving your own wedding early. Yeah. At least it's at least the <laughs> second know. one. But like, what is that? I don't get it. It's like, you don't even get to enjoy your wedding. Right. Like because Kimmy and yeah. Dermot McDermott left their wedding super early. Well, and it's part of this whole theatrical thing, I think. Cause then as a kid, that seems so exciting that you just yeah. like run through this crowd of people and you're off and then yeah. like, you're on to bigger and better things. Like it's your, it's your bow out, you know? Right. But like, and so in my head, it's still romantic to do that, but like, it's such a waste of time and money. I don't get yeah. it. Like, yeah. cause you've invest, even if you do it on the cheap, you're still investing a lot of money into this party. Um, right. and the idea that you would leave halfway through it. I, I've been to a couple of weddings where they do that and it's just, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And if you're going to have a wedding like this, the point of it is like you, you know, what other time in your life do you have all these people that, you know, there for you. Right. right. So to miss half of that is just so, I know I'm like, I will be like locking the door. I think at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I then, was on cl- cleanup crew for mine. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, then they, I won't um, be doing that. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they rushed to the airport. I don't know if either of you uh, plan to do this for your, both of your TBD honeymoon. Um, go, my honeymoon. I know. No, go right to the airport in your wedding dress. And it's my dumber. Tux. What? Okay. I can well, she had changed. It. Yeah. Let me talk about it. Cause it's yeah. going to be my dumber. Okay. Uh, and uh, then then the movie ends, right? Do you have any it yeah. it ends oh, yeah. with I'd... Steve Martin and Diane Keaton dancing. Oh, like yeah. they're the focus. They're the focus at the end, which I really liked. I like that too. That was very cute. Yeah, Father of the Bride. That's Father of the Bride, y'all. <laughs> gong, uh, gong. Were there any other questions? I, I actually have a question that was a kind of a combo question with Jenny L who I watched this movie with and myself, which was where in time do we think is Steve Martin's speech to us in the beginning when he's addressing us? Like, when well, does that after, happen? After he and Diane Keaton danced. Oh, okay. Interesting. Right? I kind of thought to, like, it was take like, her dress off and he's like sitting in the living room a little bit still in the mess of things. Maybe you're right. So it's just after the dance and then he's finally sits down at the yeah. end. I thought it might've been before Annie calls him from the airport because he is just so bummed. It's his mood very much changes. Hmm. Like they say, I love you on the phone. And he oh. just like is lit. Oh. That's it, great. Cause hmm. he, she still oh. loves him. Interesting. Because when you get married, you stop loving your parents. <laughs> that's right. Immediately. That's, but that's... Um, I think you're right. I think maybe it's after that. Yeah. Uh, Philip, did you have any questions? Um, the two that I had were um, 
what is Frank's nationality? Okay. And I'm trying to sort of look this up on the fly. So the the person he's based on is Kevin Lee, who is on, he's oh, done yeah. a lot of like Real Housewives. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, but he's not um, Eastern European. No, I guess he, he looks Asian. He's Asian, maybe? yes. Um, But he's designed weddings for oh, yeah. like Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, Brad Pitt, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Win- yes, he's Free. very famous. Do you wow, think part of this, amazing. maybe it's implicit, um, but maybe part of this decision to go like Eastern European is like, you know, even in 91, they knew that if you good, tried to good do call. a good, I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Good right? call. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so he's, yeah. I mean, Frank, I assume he's not Austrian, but like, East, yeah, like, I yeah. don't know, Al- Albanian, like, yeah, Bulgarian, Romanian, somewhere he's South Korean. So, okay, mystery yeah. solved. Got it. Answered. Um, and then, and this may be a question that we don't want to address on the podcast, but uh, Nora L was asking if you are going to be changing your, your name. Oh, yeah. Say. Oh, Bridget C. Yeah, I can address that. I am going to be adding on to my last name. So not a hyphen. It's just going to be a two word last name. Caviola Mellencamp. She's picking a new name to add to the Starship. Jefferson Starship. Bridget Jefferson Starship. My last name will be C.S. Got it. As I we love it. do that. It's a here. cool, it's a cool name. I dig it. It is a yeah. good last name. Um, but also that way, like if people just call me by my last name, yeah, I'll be like, cool. Cause exactly. like it's still my last name. But then also if people and also then I don't have to like go to the end of the alphabet because who wants that? No Am I one. right, Philip S? No, oh, it's the worst. I don't want to be in the S's. I am in the C's and I've always been in the C's. <laughs> That's very important to me. Yeah. I can tell you a, a Crimea River Chinese violin story is that when you're in the middle of the alphabet, so people on the ends very yeah. much identify. Yeah. Any, any ICU spoiler alert is actually a W <laughs> and she very strongly identifies as being a W in the lineup of school and stuff. And then the people at the front, if you are literally the middle letter. Yeah. L and M. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter except for the day that they decide to do it backwards. And every single other person is so stoked oh. about right. this change. Totally. And as a teacher, I would do that all the time. It's like guess reverse day. alphabetical order. It's a different day, out, guys. I, yeah. <laughs> no highs, no lows, Katie. Come on. Tar being status quo is all. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's all I had. Thank you. That's a good question. Thank you, Nora L for that question. Oh, I really like the C and the S. I'm very excited that you're keeping the C because it's both yeah. are just really rad names. Yeah, they're good. They're good names. The other name is Stone, if, if people don't know that. <laughs> I know. Maureen C in the beginning um, definitely uh, yeah. said Caviola. So I hope you were okay with yeah. your anonymity there. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I think it like all of our podcast listeners. Good, because I'm going to forget to edit that out. <laughs> um all right so hummers bummers and dummers i'll start with Uh, dummers can we start with dummers actually let me ask that question since i was talking about that dumber which i which spoiler is still the same dumber which was going to the airport on your wedding night for a flight to rome (laughs) (laughs) or wherever no hawaii sorry they're flying to hawaii which even still is like a five-hour flight from la you have to get to the airport extra early you're wearing this uncomfortable outfit. You are like, you have to pack and be ready to get, like 
none of it makes any sense to me. You'll just be exhausted for like the first four days of your honeymoon. Like, why would you make this decision? This is a dumb decision. This is part of like the weddings being plays, you know, it's just like, it's the last act and you're in a train station waiting. And I really bought it hook, line and sinker as a kid. Like I would have said, I would have said this is exactly how weddings work. Right. That you just, you, you have a bag packed run walking out the door to your honeymoon. You never see your parents again. (laughs) You never see them again and you don't love them anymore. Yeah, totally. So yeah. The the flip side, which I also probably don't recommend is waiting two years to have your honeymoon. (laughs) Um, Uh, With a global pandemic. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You guys kind of had like a little honeymoon recently, but I guess it was kind of with, oh, we travel a bunch. So I mean, there's that, but you haven't had the legit honeymoon. I will. Yeah. There's no way I'm getting out of that. We're we're going Mm -hmm. to have a honeymoon. at some point you actually i mean for some like you you also are owed a bachelor party which mm-hmm. i'm Aww. kind of partly right, in charge yeah. of so, <laughs> get so on it Katie. i know i don't don't wait like two years to uh throw yeah. your friend a bachelor party either <laughs> oh man um well, my dumber is like a borders dumber bubber, I suppose. But like when Steve Martin is kind of losing his mind um, about the, the his daughter getting married so young, he contrasts it with Diane Keaton by being like, you were mature. And the, yeah. the motion he makes is she had big breasts. And I thought it was real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just felt like, oh, this isn't this doesn't belong in this movie. Like, you know, when he says like, um, fasten your condoms i mean seatbelts. that's cute that's like an like you can see where that came from and he still gets to be this like innocent guy but the whole breast motion to say your wife's mature was like not cool can i baby counter that i agree with you one thing i forgot to mention was that i enjoyed at least that it was very apparent that these two had like a very active like sex life in their life and like they still wanted each other and like you know the fact that they were like yeah we we used to just like do it all over the place when we were younger and we're you know we're still doing it all over the place oh i liked yes good for them but yeah i i that rubbed me the wrong way too yeah you were mature thing yeah um, my dumber is going to be, so after the whole, the wedding's off, uh, and Steve Martin has the heart to heart at the bar, they're both wearing their like raincoats <laughs> inside. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and then even later on when he goes and talks to Annie, he's still wearing his raincoat. It's like, that's the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Like <laughs> so take wet. your raincoat off, you know, just drape it over the back of your chair in the bar or take it off and put it on. Right. Your, I don't know. Just. Mm-hmm. Straight up dumb. I noticed yep. that too. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, what bummed us out? Uh, I'll do a. Mine is just the whole Steve Martin missing the whole reception. Uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, is it, it was dumb that that's happened, but it just it it bummed me out. It was sad for him. Um, I get that he like brought it upon himself, but it was just like I still felt bad that you know, he wasn't able to be a part of it. And yeah, I mean, I I still like sort of looked forward towards my daughter's wedding at some point and some things I'm like, this is never gonna be a problem because, you know, these aren't just issues like the budgets and all that kind of fun stuff. But I mean, then you'd see like something like this is like, oh gosh, what if I did miss it all? Even though it's like, there's no circumstance. I kind of have weird dreams that I'm going to miss my entire wedding. So you won't. Okay. but yeah that's it yeah um i think what bums me out 
in this movie is just kind of, I think the wedding industrial complex. I mm-hmm. think it's just very expensive and doesn't need to be. And just kind of, I was thinking about how much stuff, like, like I, I went to Goodwill to get a lot of like pieces to make our centerpieces. And I was like, the things that I'm using are like something somebody got for their wedding at some point. So I'm hoping that like, there's at least some recycling going on or just like, or our landfills just like full of like, clocks that people didn't want at their wedding <laughs> yeah I don't know that was like dark but you know I just think it's it's fun to celebrate and it's it's wonderful to get people together but it's it could be they they upcharge everything because you like, say it's a wedding yeah you could be like I'm having a party and they're like great but you're having a wedding it's like yeah oh Word. I have a couple of um I think those the, those are um bummers um so I guess Oh, like we already talked about like just the bummer of um like Steve Martin's like possession over this dog, yeah. like that whole dynamic. But um I guess I'm bummed out uh that the, the character of Frank, I'm bummed out that like so much of what we're getting from him is that accent. Uh-huh. And I just wish that he there's a vibe and like a, a like an absurdity to him that he doesn't need the accent for necessarily and like some of the just jokes like when him and Dave Pasquaski Pasquazi sure. was doing that like fake language improv game essentially where they're yeah. just like literally yeah. doing fake languages was like eh, I don't know like I just um I know that he was like such a big part of why this movie was like poo like top of the charts because it's just yeah. like this goofy guy um but I don't know. I think he could have done what he was doing without like leaning on like just the accent. Yeah. And I don't remember the second movie at all, but I was reading about how they definitely toned down the accent in the mm. second movie because oh. they'd done that joke. And so they they didn't, he still has an accent, but yeah. there's never a joke of like, what is he saying in the second movie? Yeah, because so. you basically miss like everything he says. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're interpreting it. You should have watched it with subtitles. Hmm. How about Hummers? Hummers. I have a lot of little teeny Hummers yeah, throughout totally. this whole thing. But I'm going to pick one. Oh, torn between. All right, I'm just going to pick it. I'm just going to pick Diane Keaton. And um, everything about her. I just love how charming she is and how great she is. And all of her like mom outfits with just the high-waisted, poofy, crotched pants she wore, which I think are like popular right now with like tween girls again. But um, she's just, she's such a lovely actress and everything she's in, I enjoy. Whether it's similar roles or not, yeah. I still just really enjoy her. Um, I'll go for, I mean, because we talked a lot about my other Hummers in this movie. Um, I'll go for a very specific Hummer, which is like one of the first things you learn about um, Steve Martin, like in the very beginning, is that um, he's tuned up Annie's bike for her when she comes back. Yeah. And part of, it's partly a bummer where I'm like, I can't believe she didn't get to see that because things just kind of sped up. But oh, I was yeah. like, that is so nice. Like if I went away for a while and came up and someone just like tuned up my bike, um, I thought it was great. So I just yeah. like couldn't wait. Couldn't wait for her. I was so excited for her to see this like amazing gift. <laughs> I know. It was yeah. very sweet. Didn't you work at a bike shop, Katie? I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, my Hummer, we talked about it a little bit, is just going to be B.D. Wong. Um, yeah. I liked his energy. Oh, cool. um, he's so serious in a lot of the stuff yeah. he's in. And just to see him cut loose. Once again, I, I just need to dive into more of his repertoire because I had no idea he was a huge 
Broadway star yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, not surprising at all because yeah. I think he's just he's great. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I enjoyed him in this. I love it. Should I talk about our art thoughts? Our art thoughts. Should we talk about our art thoughts? That's the same um, thing. Yeah. Arts. Um, Katie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like it, but I don't like it that you're mm. rocking the '90s style. That you're everything's so baggy. Um, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's really really a lot of baggy. Um, you're you're wearing a tux, which is awesome. Um, you're wearing a t-shirt under this tux, less awesome, but it is a tux t-shirt. So it's just sort yeah. of resounding. But once again, that's baggy as well. Yeah. Um, it's just, you got to get into the, like the 2020s, Yeah. which I really wonder what our style is going to be and, here, and, but uh, hopefully yeah. it's not going back to baggy. I hate it. I hate oh, it. Yes. Yes. Well, I wore it just for you. Yeah. Um, uh, Bridget, I can um, talk about your that nice navy tux that you have on uh, <laughs> that uh my at first so glance funny. it looked black and then jeff walked behind you in black and i was like nope <laughs> that's navy um absolutely and uh also that um trucker hat uh that you have on that um just has a picture of brian's father licking his lips as he toasts <laughs> <laughs> which, which i think is gross yeah. <laughs> you, you clearly do too <laughs> or is she for it i don't know, oh, you know? yeah maybe oh, i don't know i think it is ironic it's ironic but, i yeah. did enjoy how brian's father was very misted up during the wedding ceremony and they those two actors really like they have the same eyes it's, uh-huh. they're very believable uh-huh. but all of the everybody that they cast like diane keaton and karen culkin kind of look alike as yeah. much, like anyway yeah, it was I buy really it. cool I buy it. but i i also liked that that guy it's almost like it was too much of a joke, like, because like if he cried at all, it felt like the movie was going to laugh at him. But, um, you know, I didn't think he was even that over the top, but I thought it was cool. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> it's dog barking hour at my house. I apologize. Um, Philip, I enjoy, uh, first of all, your head gear, which is a swan. It's a half a swan. <laughs> I think. Um, but I enjoy that underneath it looks like it's floating in a bathtub. It's very elaborate. It looks like it should be a, like a derby hat of some kind or something. I, I have worn it to the derby before. That's what yeah. I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then your tank top, um, which <laughs> <laughs> just I'm has... extending this tank top season. <laughs> I, I know. Tell you. Uh, it says um, it's got like two thumbs pointing at you. And it just says, I'm not some overpowering macho guy. Um, because that's what Annie says about her father and her and her fiance. And she likes that they're both not overpowering macho guys. And I feel like that's a good shirt yeah. for you that you you'd, you'd rock that shirt. That's how I, mean, I rock. You are rocking that's how that I roll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That I forgot top. to mention how I loved how they start referred to Brian as a non-ape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> He's so a how, how long do I have to spend with this non-ape? Oh my god. No, that's great. All right, so it's time to ask if it's for real. Well, it's my pick, so I can go first. Um, and I will quickly say that I do think this movie is for real. I don't, I don't know if I doubted it a ton, but I, I did think there would be more cringy stuff in it. Um, it wasn't that cringy, and I think even though the whole, well, the wedding industrial complex part of it is kind of gross. Yeah. And then, but it's also kind of seen through Steve Martin's eyes who thinks it's absurd. And then the daddy daughter stuff is like 
not great. Um, and like just kind of the male, like the patriarchy of it all. Um, but they also do make him kind of the fool and they cast Diane Keaton, who is such a formidable partner. So you kind of get the sense of like, Oh, Steve Martin is like whatever in this household. Um, even though they, you know, seem to have like a lovely relationship and Steve Martin's physical comedy is so awesome and sometimes amazingly over the top, sometimes super subtle as is Diane Keaton's. Um, and you know, with all of the like things being said about it and watching it, it just made me really, really exciting that we're all going to be at a wedding together soon. So it just, I don't know, it was sweet and funny. And there was just like the right, the right, like a preamble to your wedding. So yeah, for real. Oh yeah. This movie got me super pumped up for my own wedding. And I, I just, I, I, I'm not going to drag it out, but I think this movie is for real too. It's super charming. Like you said, super sweet. I think, I think the acting is lovely. And I think the story is cute. I do appreciate that kind of like wholesome feel of just like playing basketball out on your yard and what life was like when it was simpler and you didn't really have a cell phone and you weren't bogged down with social media, just kind of very nostalgic. Um, and I think I thought it was going to be worse too. I thought there was like more with like Frank. I was like weirded out by like kind of what that was going to be like, but, um, yeah, I think it's really sweet. There was a few moments I got a little like emotional watching it. So it's a, it's just a very sweet family story. Um, and I think it was cool that it was told from a perspective that's not maybe often told when it comes mm-hmm. to weddings and, and taking like Steve Martin's sort of view on the, on everything. Um, I also think it's for real, not to bury the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a little bit very like, okay, boomerish, um, mm-hmm. to use the parlance of the times. What is um, that? What are you talking about? You never was... heard okay, boomer? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it it's basically what Esiason? is it like a football yes reference? it's a boomer Esiason reference <laughs> where he makes <laughs> no. some some stupid comment about what a quarterback does and then um Got it. peyton manny's like okay boomer <laughs> i'm glad we cleared that up <laughs> yeah uh no it's like millenn- what millennials say to boomers about it's like how- an eye roll yeah it's like i guess that's a problem boomer um no it just it's definitely from the perspective of the boomer generation i don't know of like worrying about costs and the i think more like putting a foot into the wedding industrial complex and that sort of stuff uh but in a nutshell yeah nothing was too cringy It, it was a perfectly fine movie um steve martin's great diane keaton's great um yeah uh I didn't love it, but it's, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. <laughs> nice. I actually really liked Kimberly Williams too. Actually. I liked that actress. I thought she was like, those funny. Were, those are mm-hmm. my vows actually. Sorry. I did. I, I like, I don't love you, but you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're, you're, you're fine. fine. You know, I mean, it works. Yeah. Oh my God. Please. You wrote those on drugs though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, here's, here's my song of the week. I'm not going to get to the chorus, but 
Yeah. You guys. I love it. Google it. Google it. Google that song. I forgot. That's a really good soundtrack. I forgot that song was in it. I know that like going to the chapel and like the day I met the boy I'm going to marry. Right. Yeah. So good. But it's a sweet, I think it's a sweet, you know, father, daughter or, yeah, yeah, you know, song. (laughs) Brown eyed girl was always like my song for that, but that it's like a creepier version. They're all creepier underneath, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Butterfly kisses. Oh. You know, songs that were like directly, explicitly oh. written. Oh, oh. oh my god! Time prayers. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god! It's so terrible. Sing a little white flowers. All over her hair. I think it's like all up in her all hair. All up in her hair. Oh. Never say all Calm up in. Down, Just- man. <laughs> Calm down, and then it's like, what is the chorus of that? Like, I don't know. Butterfly kisses for mommy tonight. I don't know. I get that confused with the oh, Christmas yeah. shoes song. Oh yeah, I know. It's like, it's like I'm, I'm going full on the Christmas shoes. Christmas. One, the mom is dying, and another she's yeah. getting married, and it's they're all very upsetting. It's the same it's family. Terrible. It's the same family. They have a lot of trauma. Oh man, I cannot yeah. believe my mother did that intro that was so so sneaky i was looking forward to that all week Uh, you were so sneaky thank you for doing that and you know when we postponed the podcast i I know you've been sick and i wasn't sure if you were going to see your mother or not but i had to kind of tell her it's like oh we're not doing it till friday because i told her it's like oh you know like yeah we'll do it on she kept the secret i had no idea okay good it was a fun (laughs) surprise yeah she was very lovely and um yeah like great great to do it because i know yeah. things are super busy so it was really Aww. cool thank you for doing that thank you maureen a- <laughs> i said her maiden name maureen c <laughs> for doing that <laughs> thank you maureen c um and yeah. uh well we won't see everybody but i'm gonna see you guys yeah, yeah. the important like ones exactly yeah. which, which is be really, really exciting very exciting we could take a um, podcast photo. Yes, please. At least, <laughs> at least that. If we can't, if we can't We're do the doing live a podcast show, like during can't. the ceremony, I, I was promised that. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Let's watch uh, another football. <laughs> One movie. crazy summer too. Oh One man. One crazy summer too. <laughs> One crazy summer also. Unnecessary summer. Oh god, that's my nightmare. <laughs> Time oh. bandits. <laughs> that's the first summer's bandits. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll be off for a couple weeks and then we'll be back. That's true. That is a fact. (laughs) (laughs) So till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.